0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to season two of people of azeroth it's an absolute pleasure to be back i'm super excited i did take um quite a break as you all know six months um six months off twitch um sort of casual gaming and and things in general i needed it i needed a break but i'm super hyped to be back and um you know the time off is good to you know make use of that and uh improve the production of the show and uh you know more sounders and things like that and if you think that's what i spent my time doing you would be wrong dead wrong there's no improvement at all it's the same low-quality production with high-quality guests that people have come to expect. So that's what you can um, listen to here in Season 2 of People of Azeroth. But it is my utmost pleasure to introduce our Season 2, Episode 1 guest. I told you it's going to be high-quality, skull-level gold elite guests this season and joining us as a man with one of the most recognizable voices in the wow content creator community we're joined by will thank you so much for joining or oh, Willie
1: actually for the youtube there you name there so we awesome. go thank you so much for having me on John. i really appreciate it um glad to be here it's definitely something a bit different for me doing the live things but uh I, and I know, my intro, I know my intro is a little bit similar to you. We both
0: say, ladies and gentlemen, to start it off. Yeah. I wasn't copying you. It's just, it's a habit. It's a habit.
1: Yeah, I, um, I was like, mm, shall I do that as well? <laughs> <laughs> it was just for the yeah, sake of it, it. You're known for it. You're absolutely yeah. known for it, though. Yeah, aren't you? yeah, I guess that's the thing with intros. You just pick one. You're like, oh, this, this is my thing now, I guess. And then by habit, that's kind of what we do. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: okay, str- let's go straight into it. Right. Let's go back gaming. When you were a young Will, what back, in the were, day. back in the day, what was your first sort of gaming memories? Um, yeah, how did you get into it
1: in general? I think the first, because I've always been quite into gaming as a whole, I think the first game I ever had was on DOS, uh, MS-DOS actually. Oh
0: shit, DOS
1: Gaming. Um, yeah, it was uh, back back in the day, <laughs> it was an RTS called Zed. Um, wow. Wow. It's like an army type of game. You have units you can... It's like StarCraft, but scuffed, basically. Yeah,
0: like a discount <laughs> scu- StarCraft. Nice. Yeah, that's the
1: best way of thinking of it. And I was absolutely <laughs> mad about that. And I played that quite religiously. It's, it's it's a pretty good game, to be honest. I remember myself watching some YouTube clips of it back uh, a little bit ago. And I was like, yeah, th- you know what? This kind of holds up. It still stands up. Wow. Yeah, it's it's not bad. It just name's just Zed. That's cool. Um, Yeah, I'll check it out. And from there, what I played a lot of, and I mean a lot, was Tomb Raider. Oh shit, dude, me too. Me too. Tomb Raider one, two. I think I played them both. One, two, three, both on PC, I believe. Oh, on
0: PC. I was gonna say that was a PlayStation Rite of Passage to do um Tomb Raider one and two on PS1, but you were actually PC gaming
1: back then. Was it on PS1? It might have
0: been actually
1: yeah This was a, <laughs> so I, it's so a long time ago dude i was, say, ago, dude, that I was at the start of
0: yeah that was at the start of high school. i think i was 11 back then like it was a long time ago No, yeah, it must I have been on really ps1
1: actually yeah but um a lot yeah. of tomb raider uh i always loved that game it was absolutely fanatical about it Yeah, i'd actually sort of try <laughs> i don't know how old i was but i'd like write out my own level designs and draw like pictures of oh no shit dude how you how you know you go through everything and where, where all the secrets would be and enemies yeah and i must have done some like 50 page enormous chunk of just random scribbles and i sent it into the um actual publisher who was Idos back then for tomb raider yep and uh, i remember that i think they sent me the soundtrack back or something in a thank you letter <laughs>
0: Oh, did they really? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's actually so, amazing. Which um, I remember. Yeah, back then we used to, when you were gaming, I used to take. I'd have notepads and always taking like physical notes of things. And if you completed yeah. something or where things were, yeah, it was super important back then.
1: That's something that's been lost now, hasn't it? Yeah, that's um. Well, yeah, you have a you have another monitor on the internet for that, don't you? So yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. Well, I suppose for PC stuff, and beyond. Tomb Raider, of course, Pokemon. Yes, dude, yes.
0: On the actual actual Game Boy?
1: Yeah, yeah. Only ever had the black and white one, though. Oh, yeah, Um, it didn't have a Game Boy color back then, yeah. No, no, the original one. I remember there was such a rush to get them. Um, There was this, like, big store, I don't know whether you have it, called Argos.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember. Well, I lived in the UK, dude. Whenever I was a kid, so oh, I
1: know we had Argus. Okay. Yeah, the catalog, yeah. dude. Yeah, I used to pick out the yeah. Christmas gifts, <laughs> and it was there was just like it was constantly sold out. And I remember getting my mum to ring them up one day, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we've got it in stock," and we went straight there and got it, and yeah, uh, got Pokemon Red, and it was amazing. I played a lot of that I'm, game.
0: I remember it was sold out everywhere. Trying to get it, even wherever where I lived, it was like all the game stores, everything, it was just sold out to get red or blue. It didn't even matter. I don't think green we got, I think green was only in Japan. I don't think we got green. Uh-huh. When, when no, I, I don't remember green. There was red, yeah, blue it was and red, red and blue. It was yellow. I, th- I think green was the same thing, except you just got Bulbasaur as your starter, I think. And it was, but it, it, for some reason it was just Japan only. I think that's from my memory
1: of it, but either yeah. way. Yeah. I know that.
0: Either, yeah. There you go. A little Pokemon fact. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: there you go. Um, um but, oh, yeah, that, that was great game So I remember then the back of the Game Boy I had it said, it said specifically dot matrix with sound stereo. Wow, which I, which I always assumed meant just don't mess with the sound. And I did mess with the sound one day and then it stopped working. Oh, <laughs> so I, was shit, like, I was like, dude. damn, I should have taken that somewhat vague advice. <laughs> vague advice and listen to it. Yeah, holy yeah. shit, dude. So it got me there. And, um, but yeah, I only think I ever had Pokemon Red. later yellow and the only difference to that is you had a pikachu following you about they did well off that game reselling it yeah
0: a very basic tweak to the formula and then a, a huge new following yeah yeah but but yeah that was definitely a big thing dude that was one of the things whenever i was a kid like that actually captivated me um and that was when i started to realize maybe that like that mmos well not mmos rpgs could take could
1: captivate me more than you know action games and stuff like that that was how i felt back then yeah i mean yes I, I never really thought of it too much i mean i can tell you the point when i went full into mmos but that's a a little bit later on still yep 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 um so i think in tomb raider what else do i play a lot of i just did you play and...
0: the f- final fantasies at all or skip actually
1: i've never played a final fantasy
0: oh wow
1: okay. i know. so I, i've seen all the re-releases and everything and like I can imagine if it was another game that I played back in the day, I'd be like, holy crap, I need to get this. Yep. But if you never played it back in the day, its I don't know, it's not the same, is it? Even if you hear so much hype about it. No, I'm with you. No, I absolutely agree. Um, it's a bit of a shame I didn't play them. I haven't played any Metal Gear games. I was pretty limited. Like, we didn't have too many games, but I remember from yep. what we had, they were good ones. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, which was
0: pretty happy about. So what got you then into... I suppose MMOs in general probably came first before Blizzard games then, or or what was the transition
1: there? Uh, Yeah, it did. So I remember the exact point of sort of what particularly caused me to start playing them. But the first sort of MMO, I guess you could call it, I played, which I swear everyone who lived in Britain for a period of time has seemed to play this, is RuneScape. Oh shit, dude! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels it, 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 well. It's it's made in England as well, I guess. So, oh know, yeah, it's true. Contributing factor, Jagex. But um, do, you, do you know? I think that could be the first game that I,
0: the first subscription game I ever paid paid for too. Oh, true. Yeah, I think for the, a lot of people that probably is. I think people were borrowing their mum's credit cards back in the day doing that to yeah. pay for it. Like, I know you could play for for free, yeah. Yeah. I think it was the first one that I ever paid money, because I remember back, even then, whenever I got a bit older, we were still playing it, and I think I was one of the only guys that had a credit card, so I was paying for my mate's bloody subscriptions too, yeah, whenever I was 18. (laughs)
1: Yeah. There you go. Um, But no, they had the real old version of RuneScape, which was um, basically a Flash game, but I didn't play it at that point in time. Uh, where it was 2D, and then they moved it to uh, RuneScape 2, or just became known as RuneScape. And that's the version I played, and that was a thing before WoW was. Uh, That's how old it is. (laughs) Yeah, Um, true. About uh, two years. actual RuneScape 2 is a 3D game. It's around for about two years before WoW. Before WoW, yeah. Um, yeah, it was definitely my first time of ever play- paying for a subscription, for sure. Yeah, I remember having to nag my mum. I, like, I wouldn't get anything off my dad. He wouldn't have paid for it. So <laughs> I had to ask my mum for a subscription, and I got it. And the game was actually so good when you're subscribed to it. Uh, yeah, so it made a huge
0: difference. Made a huge difference, dude. And you have, I like, the, time... uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: the, the gates <laughs> that everyone goes through when you cross from being, like, yep. free to play noob to a, a member uh, just yep. north of Falador. <laughs> yeah. We're oh man the ones, i mean
0: i spend so much time fishing catching lobsters man catching lobbies cooking them then yeah. going up to the pvp area and selling them dude that was my thing
1: yeah I, so i remember the first time i logged in there i came out of the little hut on tutorial island where you make your character i chopped down a log and like made a fire and i was like what the hell this is amazing this is amazing so it, it blew this my is mind. i was like this is it this is what it's all about Oh man agreed agreed That um, was awesome. And so I played that for a very long time. I pretty much just more or less solely did PvP uh, when I was playing that game and oh really that was the one thing I kind of avoided back then I was just terrified of doing PvP
0: yeah so uh, you were a
1: PKer. yeah that's that was me yeah I had a I was very keen I'd, I'd be up at like five or six in the morning to train my stats. <laughs> Wow, dude. pretty obsessive wow. in terms of what I'd do. Um, but no, I'd, I had some PK accounts with uh, the best stat you could get. Stuff took hundreds of hours. I've no idea how I had the patience for it, to be honest. Yeah, when so you think back, back to yeah, it, yeah, holy shit. Because, um, well, the internet. This is the same internet I started, wow, on was like 250 kilobit download or something or kilobyte, yeah, on this sh- on shitty fucking dial up back then, yeah, yeah, and it was it was bad. Like, oh, holy shit, you wouldn't even like having music open. Nope, in game music only. Loading a web page would take minutes. yep yeah, so, like for any streaming. I remember the first internet,
0: like, the most rubbish internet that I had was like you when dial up first came out and we were getting like the CDs, and it was so incredibly cheap. But I think it was like 14.4 if it was like fucking fax speed or whatever. Yeah. And, um, this was back in the Napster days of downloading oh, right, songs yeah, yeah. and I remember if it was like a half hour download for for one song which was i yeah. think 3 megabytes or whatever and that was a half hour <laughs> oh. download And even back then, me and my brother thought it was fucking awesome because we were getting songs for free and all we had to do was wait half an hour. So we still thought we were beating
1: the system. Only half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, when my dad started finding out that you could download music as well, he'd uh, just go through stuff and put like, oh, you know, 25 different songs on and then leave the computer on overnight. And leave it. You (laughs) leave it overnight. That's the only way you're going to get them all done. What a different time it was. Fuck me. Yep, really was. um, It was RuneScape, and that that went on for a good while. And I remember what made me stop playing RuneScape for good until I actually played it a few few years ago, but uh, not so much anymore. They did this update, because all I did was PvP, but essentially they did this update where when you kill someone in the PvP area, they used to drop all their gear, right?
0: Yeah, there was a real death penalty,
1: yeah. Yeah, like, the death penalty was really severe in that game, actually. Yep. Um, But you didn't want to die. It's quite different from WoW, really. But they made it so instead of dropping their gear, they dropped some random items based upon how much they were carrying. And basically, it, it, like, killed the PvP scene overnight. And I just stopped playing. And it was around that time that I saw the trailer for WoW somewhere. I'm not sure where, because I don't think I would have streamed it. It might have been on a school computer. (laughs) Yeah, um yeah, I remember seeing that and I was like, Whoa. like you can't even believe the amount of I don't know, progress, I guess, <laughs> that Blizzard was making in the actual quality and polish that was put on wow, how everything yeah. looked compared to anything on the market at that point in time. Absolutely,
0: absolutely agree. And so I suppose on that basis then you skipped um, you know, Star Wars Galaxies, for example.
1: Oh yeah, it was uh, straight from RuneScape to Wow for me.
0: Yeah, because I remember seeing my first introduction to, um, you know, that the sort of higher grade MMO, I guess, was when I started seeing the screenshots and things for Star Wars Galaxies. I couldn't believe it. I was like, how can they make a game this, you know, like at the time, high quality that everyone can play? I was absolutely amazed by it. Yeah, and then I mean, the same the... thing with
1: Wow. Yeah, it's uh, what well, it would have been interesting if I played a few more things in the interim. But there was a, yeah. What else was there? It was Ultima. I, lineage, never th- I never played any of. I never played any of those. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. But um, that well, would have been interesting because those are like more pre-WOW stuff, I guess. But I just landed yeah. on escape.
0: Yeah, and I guess EverQuest was one of the big things then that WoW drew inspiration from, I think, as far as I understand, EverQuest was one of those, um, you know, that a lot of people came over to. Um, yeah, but definitely. yeah, so what When? What patch or when did you join, when did you
1: first play WoW? I was actually having a think about this yesterday and I could have just gone back and checked my subscriptions. I, just... like, I was like, I'll, I'll remember. Um, yeah, okay. I think it was towards... The late a late vanilla patch. Oh shit! So, really? So it's, yeah, right. That's awesome. So I, so I remember going um, getting TBC when um, that was the yep. thing on on towards the launch. Anyway, not exactly on launch. I was like, I don't know the the mega casual. Yep. <laughs> but it was like hard. I guess hardcore casual. It's kind of hard to explain so I was really into the game and I played it a lot. Yep. But at the same time. Um, I mean, it it was different. Like, you didn't have all this widespread information and knowing about, you know, all these add-ons to help you out and show you the way. I mean, the internet I was playing on, I legitimately couldn't... Well, I could get stuff open on a, you know, uh, open a web page, go on ThoughtBot or look at something to look up a quest. But that had lagged me out of the game for a couple of minutes. So I just fell into the habit of reading the text on the quest, trying to figure it out and sort of making my own way through like I didn't even know there were raids. <laughs> I just did yeah. PvP because I did PvP in Scape, so and that was PvP well. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was your thing. Yeah, like yeah, and I people, had no idea. I guess about people
0: used thing. to people used to ask. You know, it was, that was the big thing. Wasn't it? It was a ask someone if you were stuck on a quest, and people fell into that habit. Like, and for the longest time, and I remember even whenever new MMOs came out, like Swotor, um, and I I don't even remember if there was much at the time in terms of um you know guides and websites and stuff out but whenever Swotor launched i remember just asking and people were, were always really helpful at mmos typically
1: so yeah you can yeah. get help for those things yeah they are for sure um but yeah i was so used to just i guess it was playing it mostly like a single player <laughs> yep <laughs> it sounds a bit weird I, but okay. um I you know i do the occasional dungeon and thing but for the most part i was just amazed that it existed uh, yeah,
0: well, my first memories when I first played WoW was I remember just being so amazed by the world and it used to be coming from a single-player background with games. I wanted to explore and that was what mm-hmm. I did was I sort of explored around and I went through zones I probably shouldn't have and I figured out, you know, just ways to sneak through or I'd, I'd kind of make note of a high-level area and want to come back to it and I played it pretty much as a solo, like as a single-player game and, you know, yeah, you hit a couple have. of dungeons got yelled at because there was a hunter got yelled at because um, my pet fucking (laughs) aggroed everything and I was (laughs) like I'm getting abused
1: by people and I'm like Mm -hmm. I was just like what the fuck is this yeah so I remember I uh, they had um, a trial version back then didn't they we could get up to level 20 you get up to 20 for free yeah Yeah, and I had every class at 20 before I actually got the game as well wow dude really yeah because I was uh I don't know, I I I just was a machine, I guess, when I was a kid or something. Yeah, man. That's Who knows? awesome, especially in classic. Like, that's still...
0: 20 is still... It's a lot of time on, on all classes. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, so I, I guess I just wanted to see what every class can do, and I landed, as you do, of course, on a hunter. Yeah. Uh, Night Elf Hunter, mainly because I thought I yeah, that, that was fucking amazing.
0: That was me, Nelf Hunter, man.
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah, the starting zone was just on a different level to everything else. I think that's the main thing that made me want to play it. Yep. And I'd run run around with your pet named Cat. Yes. Shooting arrows at stuff. And that's that's all you really wanted from the game, you know. It, It wasn't any anything more than that. And you just sort of find your way through it. I remember back whenever I'd
0: played, which I think was the I think I'd first started playing at the very end of BC whenever Wrath dropped. So I think most of my initial time that I played was during Wrath. And I, I think it was a guild perk back then that in a big enough guild or whatever that anyone could res. And I think it was only for a short window of time, but it happened to be the time that I was playing the most during dungeons and shit. Okay. And I remember as my hunter, it was one of the things that it, it made the hunter pretty awesome for me was that like, because we were still wiping on dungeons then. So like yeah. if we wiped, I would just feign death. And then I could res the whole um I could res the whole group. Yeah. And that was one of those really awesome things, but I think that disappeared after a while. They probably realised it was too OP. Yeah. And that I was think one that of my was, memories. Um, is...
1: Yeah, one of those guild perks and then they just chucked it on every healer class instead. Instead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. After <laughs> a pretty of time. Much. yeah. But um <laughs> but, oh, there was there was that ma- I don't know if you remember the mass summon as well. <laughs> Literally, oh, probably, well. Probably the most broken spell they've ever put in the game. Mass you know, summon, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know the achievements to go and kill the enemy uh, faction leaders. Yep. You just have a rogue walk into the capital, perfectly and... in stealth. Get him in a corner. summon thirty nine other people. That's incredible, isn't it? It's and beyond then you be unbroken. Just...
0: And imagine so. then, and you could multiply that by two because if you had two guilds, could do that, couldn't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was inc- That was a so you... cataclysm. Oh, God, I'd I never even Im- considered think, that. Yeah, I think it was still in Mists of Pandaria as well. It, it lasted for two expansions, which I was pretty surprised about.
0: Wow, imagine that, summoning two raid groups in somewhere like that. Holy yeah. shit. Just like, like, oh,
1: you know, suddenly we're, uh, we're invading the capital, I guess.
0: That's crazy, dude. I missed that. I didn't yeah. I didn't notice that.
1: Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. But, um, yeah, I guess from vanilla moving forwards, I played... Every expansion, to different degrees, i have changed how I am as a player as well. Definitely, because I used to be yeah. like the big PvP guy, and now yeah. that's uh, it's not so much the case anymore. Yeah, so um, you do more of a mix between PvP and PVE. Yeah, I'd say more of a PVE type of person now. And okay, I don't know. I just have like set goals I want to achieve, really, or and there things I, I look to do in the game because I quite like leveling alts and stuff, which is something yeah, me too. Uh, I was going to say I'm probably in the minority here. I'm <laughs> uh, enjoying leveling, but um, I'm getting I'm getting nearly done. Only the priest left. Then, oh, uh, shit. In, in Classic? Yeah, and then everything's at 60. Oh, shit, dude. That was one of my goals was
0: to... I thought it like obviously would take me a lot longer, but I was thinking as a
1: long-term goal to get every class to 60 in Classic. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's so what I was think uh, thinking of. Yeah, priest like 50. Level fifty or something.
0: Holy shit, dude! You're almost there,
1: and uh, no boosting either. Yeah, done it legit. Yeah, yep, yeah, all the way. But uh, it's—I've just been chipping away at it since like phase two or something. So yeah, it takes an obscene amount of time, even when you yeah. know the questing routes and so on. Yeah, even when you do, yeah. Oh man, it's... so
0: were you? Since you first played, did you sort of play every expansion?
1: Were you constantly subscribed? Like, was it? Just one of those things that you're into. Uh, as much as I could get my, you know, mum to pay for the subscription fee, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, um, nice. So pretty much all the way through BC. Uh, remember, I've got the Arena Season One full PvP set on my priest, uh, gladiator yeah. satin raiment or something. Looks pretty good, and a staff. Um, after that, I think I play pretty casually, um, on and off, just. In battlegrounds, I guess, for the majority of the expansion, Yeah, uh, followed into Wrath of the Lich King. Remember making a Death Knight right at the start, like everyone else did. Because everyone else did. They were, so were OP. As fuck yeah! Holy shit, yep. they were OP. <laughs> yep. Like, hero class,
0: of course. Oh man! Uh, and then in Arenas, dude.
1: Oh fuck! Like I don't know. They. If, if you want to hyper class up, I guess just make it be able to like. 1v3 whilst being five levels below all the other people <laughs> i know and then even whenever they die then
0: they still have their like fucking demonic pet like the skeleton pets still fuck up the other person even when they dead yeah. or whatever it was crazy wasn't yeah. it
1: yeah and um remember you well you start started off at 50 is it 52 or 55 I think, yes, yeah. And they, I think it was maybe 52, when they
0: were done it when you were finished. The starting zone thing was 55, something along those lines, yeah. wasn't it? I think it's, yeah, it's 58
1: because you went straight into TBC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, you, gotcha. You. You, got, um, you got three levels. And, yeah, Yeah, they gave you a lot of good gear. And I remember I completed the starting zone. I went straight into the Lich King content. And yep. there was this axe, this rare quality axe you got from a. Quest pretty early on, and the stats on it were just insane because it was a raft tier item, but it was still below level 70. Yep, uh, not 70. Oh, 80. shit. So it ended up being a huge, huge yeah. upgrade. Yeah. So I had that, and I was level 69, I think. No, it'd been 79, wasn't it? Numbers mixed up. So you're level 79, you yep. go into a battleground, and you just absolutely demolish people. <laughs> Yeah, wow. It was the most ridiculously overpowered character I've ever taken into a battleground. And uh, yeah, it was basically unfair, like completely unfair, more so than normal Twinking. There's a lot of that stuff that Blizzard have to deal with every
0: time there's an expansion, really, isn't there? And it's just like even now with the pre patch we're seeing it too and like we'll get into that more in detail but like we're seeing it now it it just happens every time and i i'm not blaming them I'm, it's just something they have to deal with it's hard oh
1: yeah i mean it's it's got to be tough it's a massively complicated game
0: yeah it's got to be that, and then not...
1: you just making these huge changes each time it's it's crazy i mean they're not making things easy for themselves which we can get onto later but yeah definitely
0: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. to to yeah to wrap up your sort of timeline and experience, what do you think, um, so what do you think your best time was of playing um, and, you know, for whatever, what do you think, what expansion did you enjoy the most, whether it was for the
1: expansion or for just your life and the way you were playing? Um, for me, uh, and I'm glad you mentioned the life of the way you were playing bit there because <laughs> I'd actually probably go with Cataclysm. Yep. It's going to be a bit of a weird one. Uh, because that is the expansion where I got into raiding seriously. Okay, and raiding is so much fun. Raiding is my favorite yep. thing to do in the game. Is it um, now? Um, in, well, I haven't raided on retail for a while. On classic, it's uh, eh, it's okay. It's a bit on the easy yeah. side. It's, it's it's somewhat enjoyable, but it's, it doesn't match up to retail. Basically, yeah, yeah, understood. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, that was that was where I started getting into raiding properly, and I was in a, a ten man heroic raiding guild. I remember I was playing my druid then because I re-roll I specifically made a point to re-roll every expansion because I yeah. wanted to play a different class and see what another you know, what another class can do. Yep. Um, so I was playing my druid then I joined as Feral. I remember we did the first boss in Bastion the Twilight, Halfless Wormbreaker and I got this two-handed agility staff, I don't know why I remember this called Malevolence and there was this <laughs> hunter who had been in the guild who was really mad that I got it because I was a new person and then next week they asked me to go healer, and I never used the staff ever. Oh <laughs> so, shit, dude! Yeah. And uh, stayed with them for quite a while as well. Um, I was playing on Airy Peak. The guild was called Venom. Yes. Um, yeah, right. And we did uh, a lot of the ten-man heroic content and cataclysm, which was really difficult. It was yeah. one of, considered one of the hardest tiers of raiding well, probably the hardest tier raiding that had been put out since the game existed at the start. And Blizzard were trying to balance 10 and 25 as well, so it was a bit of a mess. But, yeah, getting into 10 and healing on Restoration Druid, uh, that was probably yeah, the most fun difficult. I had.
0: Oh, really? But fun, yeah. Dude, that's such a coincidence. I was just, I come off stream earlier on, and I just leveled uh, with one of my friends. We just leveled some new tunes on Airy Peak. So, wow. um, yeah, such wow. a coincidence. That server's still going good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For we sure, we yeah. wanted to test out the new um, stat squish and um, level through some Legion content, which I haven't done. So, uh, so that was cool. But yeah, very yeah. peak.
1: I've heard a lot of good stuff about leveling, but um, yeah, getting into raiding and I, I stuck with Resto Druid for the following expansion as well. Yep, um, really enjoyed the class, and then sort of Warlords of Draenor happened. <laughs> I didn't play much of that. <laughs> so no, yeah. yeah. Like i know I was, I was
0: just like, like i was just saying on um on the stream earlier it was like i remember me and my friend brendan we were like hyping each other up for whenever Wad was coming out it was like we we're like it's going to be sick mm-hmm. player housing we've always talked about this yeah. they're addressing all the things that people have wanted this is going to be mint and we were like hyping each other up for it and then it was kind of just like oh
1: right yeah it's you know- uh Oh man, what a what a letdown! Yeah, what a it letdown. really was. So much cut content, and yeah, the lions we went to our Black Temple as the capital, and they get some crappy little camp. Same yeah. with the board. I don't.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Just disappointing. Really disappointing, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's one of the things. Like I used to ask, and I'll ask you now. But I used to ask it in the, the questions at the end. What do you think the worst expansion was? And that's.
1: Do you think that probably is it? Um, it's pretty close with BFA, to be honest.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> yeah,
1: because like okay. thing about, the thing about WOD is there wasn't much stuff, but the stuff there was was okay. Yeah, okay. Like, it was okay. it was good. It was good enough. There just you know was like two content patches <laughs> over. Yeah. um what was it about eighteen months or so? It was the shortest ever yep. expansion. Um, BFA there's like a lot of stuff but a lot of it's just really bad yeah like islands and war fronts and I don't know all these these temporary power systems that they insist that are a good thing and keep on trying it again and again and then they have to they always end up in a vendor Legion legendaries ended up on a vendor Um, corruptions ended up on a vendor essences vendor Uh, Azerite vendor yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know what they're doing. I'm with you,
0: dude. I'm with you on that. Um, The systems are definitely an issue. Like, I, I really don't know. And I honestly, I think Blizzard are missing a super simple solution in terms of the leveling, right? So I guess WoW is made up of two parts. Like, so for there's the leveling component, which is for new players. And for some people who just like leveling, it's still part of the game. That was how the game used to be. Yeah, So. There's the leveling component and then there's the end game being raiding and PvP. And it's like for leveling, I think they could make it so much better by just buffing the enemies a little bit just across the board. Just turn the difficulty up. So just grab the slider and go more damage, more health. And I think that would make things so much better because for even for new players, like I recently recently introduced my missus to it and she'd been playing WoW Classic with me and she's been enjoying classic right this is someone who's never played wow before we've i got her onto retail recently since the pre-patch came out Mm -hmm. and she's like oh it's cool i like all of the new graphics then but she's like it's just so fucking easy yeah you know and you've got three or four people that you're you know and she's what she rolled a hunter and it's like she got three or four mobs on her and it's just at no point does it
1: ever feel like there's any risk yeah i just
0: feel like sorry you go
1: yeah, sorry. Uh, I was trying to say, yeah, even without heirlooms, you just uh, absolutely mow everything down. Dude, you could take your gear off. You could probably just take your gear off and just destroy everything beat with no to, gear. Beat them to death with Honestly, your bare hands.
0: you probably could, and it just feels like there's no... you miss that risk. And, and all I'm saying, I'm not hating on the game at all, but I'm just saying that I think that's such an easy thing they could address, and I really don't think it would affect the accessibility of the game for new players because new players they still have all of the help that they get—the tutorial thing, you've got quest markers, you've got all the shit that we didn't have to deal that we missed in classic, um, or in vanilla or earlier patches where yeah. you know you've you had to use add-ons to do it. All that stuff's there. Just make the enemies slightly
1: harder, and I think they can improve the leveling experience dramatically. Yeah, I mean, they. I've heard a lot of good stuff about the revamp they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of how leveling feels to do, and you can level in one expansion, and you know, all the new customizations are good. I mean, WoW is so far behind customization wise, or was at least. Yeah, agreed. Like, absolute, yeah. probably decades. <laughs> in terms well, of what I they actually think so, had, uh, I agree. You know, for MMOs have sliders. Yeah. They have, you know, it's like you're really creating a character, but that's. Well, yeah, I mean, they don't still
0: don't even have body types, which is crazy. Like, That's Swotor had this, what, 10 years ago? Star Wars had it, which yeah. I thought was one of the great things. And fair enough, they weren't huge changes. I mean, two of the body types were just like a scaled down version, body type one and two were scaled down. And then three was like super tall, probably just scale up. And then four was like the fat one.
1: Yeah. But yeah. I mean,
0: it was cool to even have that because it just opened up so many more potential. And I think a lot of people would go for it in WoW. Like if you're rolling a priest... Every human priest, looks like he could bench 150 kilos. Like, it, it's it <laughs> just, like, you yeah. don't need to be totally fucking jacked if you're a clothy, Like, a mage or a warrior human look exactly the same, you Yeah, know? It just well, doesn't like need if, to
1: know, be if that way. Yeah. If you, it'd fit into the class, too. Like, if you're a rogue, I don't know. You might pick someone who's a bit more slim. If you're a warrior, pick some, like, yeah. big, beefy guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I sense. think they should definitely make those change they
0: should those, those the customizations definitely but just buff the difficulty a little bit blizzard if you're yeah. listening buff yeah. the difficulty on leveling everyone will be happier for it and cuz it makes it more engaging I think or that you have that risk of dying even though there's no death penalty mm. which is already one thing there's no death penalty but then the fact that you never even die
1: anyway I mean yeah I mean so. players all learn to adapt even You know, your missus on a first time classic, I'm sure she uh, learned the ropes that you don't pull two things. (laughs) And that's what she learned. And now it's kind of like she feels like she's just cheesing the
0: game by playing retail and just not having to concentrate. And she's and then she's a little disappointed because I guess there is a certain satisfaction when you're you're killing tough mobs. There's a satisfaction yeah. that comes from that. So she's. I just thought it was interesting for someone who's a new player for her to even comment. That's words from her, not me, you know? Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, that's 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 exactly it. I mean, sure, it could be more difficult, but I guess they don't want people to fail or something. If they die, they think they'll quit. I don't know. <laughs> yes, yeah. a lot goes into yeah. the uh, early game experience, and that's shown to be the best path.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know if you're, you're probably familiar with it. I'm not sure if you've done it, but with the the wow classic hardcore movement that people have been doing, which is very similar to um, Iron Man in retail. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, hmm. so basically no death. I was into it big time for a while and I've, I've sort of, I've still got some tunes that I need to pick back up on, but it's basically no death, no deaths. If you die, you delete your character, hmm. no auction house, no help, no anything. It's playing the game in the truest sense. So you're buying gear from vendors and things like that. And going from that, the difficulty level is huge. And like the way that you have to play it of picking, she's like you said, picking one target out. Whereas yeah. in in retail now, even the way she's played, I think she's leveled up to 10 now, which is basically 20 in you know bfa levels and yeah. she hasn't died yet or come close to it so she's doing like this accidental hardcore thing <laughs> and i'm just yeah. like gonna watch and see how long it takes before she actually dies without even trying like she's not trying to avoid death but it'll be interesting to see how far she goes before her first death mate. i wonder if it'll be uh over pulling or gravity <laughs> yeah exactly i know it'll be interesting to see won't it
1: yeah but um, um, but sorry i I derailed us a little bit, so you go yeah around the the hardcore thing I've seen that cargos especially is the uh yes the big figurehead of that isn't he um absolutely he's, he's, he's the point.
0: godfather of the yeah.
1: hardcore community yeah that's it i've um initially it was uh, sort of a, a bit of a thing with um a lot of streamers and it sort of took off and I thought it died down a bit, but he's really pushed it on again, so well done to him for that getting a lot of people involved. Yeah absolutely you're right that's what happened was it kicked off
0: um and then like a lot of these things it bloomed and it and, and it really went somewhere and then it it is it's sort of limited content um but then they sort of rebooted it with something that i had already started doing where we were doing hardcore duos. so i made up some rules and yeah. we were doing a duo um so two people doing it together which then sort of i it, it, it breathed new life into it um, so then they, they weren't officially doing it whenever I was, but now they are. And then with those tournaments, um, they're doing monthly tournaments and, and duels and things like dueling tournaments and stuff. And mm. it's like that community-created, we've talked about it before in the show, but community-created content really will is what will help keep WoW Classic going. So I'd really admire um, for Cargo's for doing that. Yeah, tour, for sure.
1: Yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it'd be for me because I play like an idiot, is, I think is the best <laughs> way to put it. <laughs> Like, I don't make intelligent choices. I'm like, that's, it'll be fine. You know, I'll just pull a bunch of no, things. That's, um, that's my problem. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I think I'd i will die very have. quickly. Or just that's be like, I, I, I can have. run past these three or four mobs. I'll be fine. They get dazed and die. you're like, well, that's
0: 10 hours down the drain. I know. That's the thing. I've got montages on YouTube of my death clips, dude. I died so many fucking times doing it. And... It's fu- At the lower levels, it's not too bad. Because even in Classic, when you get good, especially human starting area, you can get to level 10, I don't know, what, two hours? I can do it in two, probably. Most, some people can do it in one, I don't know. But you can do yeah. it pretty fucking quickly. Yeah, I think I was two hours to do it. Um, so I didn't mind each time if I was in the 10 to 13 thing, but I lost a level 24 Paladin Ooh. to Drowning. Ah, uh, no. And, you know... And you know with Paladin gameplay, like it is the slow and steady approach. So That was a long time to get to that point and just to drown because I wasn't paying attention to the fucking breath meter, dude. Oh, okay. It was just, yeah. And then you'd lose that time and you think, oh, I wish I could have spent that time
1: actually leveling some toons because I do want to get them all to 60. So it's tough. It's yeah. tough. Yeah, I think that would be the biggest roadblock for me. I want to uh, get everything to 60, first of all, if yeah. I consider yeah. anything else because that. <laughs> Takes enough time. And after I've done that, I'll probably uh actually I'm, I'm leveling a lock on the horde on the PvE server I'm, I'm on as well. It be, okay. Uh... It can be useful to have a horde character sometimes in terms of collection stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm always alliance. Um so let's
0: go back briefly to prior to the launch of WoW Classic. Right. How
1: um how excited were you? Oh, I was um I actually couldn't believe they were doing it. And I heard about oh, it, gosh, yeah. um, I'm sure a lot of the guys you have on here played private servers a lot or been involved with them. Yeah, they did. We had a lot of private server players on here. Yeah, for sure. There's, I mean, there's a lot of guys in the community who have heavily played private servers You know, for years and years. But I, I was never really one of those people. Okay. Um, I always just pretty much stuck to the retail version of the game. So when I heard about that, I was like, holy crap, this is, this is it. It's going to be amazing. And that's what started me with actually doing the video things as well. Because oh, nice. Um, I was working a a job where, um, how can I put it? I didn't have much to do, let's say. Okay, (laughs) Uh, so you just sort of, you know, you you turn up, it was like admin, but there was never anything to do. Yeah, sounds you know, it might sound good, but it gets pretty boring. Yeah, just sitting there all day, not doing anything. And so I was so hyped for WoW, and I was, you know, I was thinking I'd like to try making some videos anyway, just for fun. So I actually started researching and writing out these um, class guides, I guess, or overviews yep. whilst I was at work. Hopefully this, uh, you know, it's, uh, it was a while in the past. So I'm sure it's fine. But um, yeah, and I would pretty much spend days going through everything, finding out everything yeah. I could, looking for all the old talent trees, being like, holy crap, I forgot about this and this. And it just completely blew my mind, really. So hyped for it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what started it all off for me. So that, and that ties in, because that was going to be my other question,
0: was how you got into content creation. So that's how you got into that then. Was it the launch of, Wow coming up to WoW Classic?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I just thought, why not give it a go,
0: I guess. I think, um, and it might be a little controversial, but I think back when you go back that far, I think there was, it was a lot more pure in the content creator scene that, People who were doing it were genuinely doing it out of passion. And I think as we got closer um, to classic and even now, there's a lot of people who bring out you know class guides and things like that, and basically all they're doing is reading off you know the Wowhead page and just sort of right you know putting that into video format. And I think there's a lot of people doing really lazy, um, really lazy content. Yeah, probably people um... that would be in in competition to, uh, of yours, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a uh... It's a tough thing to get into, because um, me, I was, you know, I didn't have this entire wealth of knowledge, so it was quite yeah. a lot of it based off reading things online. I mean, I was trying to cover every class. Nobody knows everything about everything. Absolutely. Quite simply, you just you just can't have that knowledge on a personal basis. So it's definitely some in that, but you do see it with um, various games where there's people i guess yeah just sort of text-to-speech content
0: yeah i'm seeing more and more of that yeah i'm uh, seeing more and more of how i call it (laughs) yeah um yeah i'm seeing more of it i think people i think people can kind of pick those pick those people out and hopefully um hopefully people realize that yours is that high quality content that they're looking for and not um you know not someone who's just in for a quick buck or leeching or whatever you know yeah
1: actually wants to stay around and likes doing it as well yeah absolutely that's why i've continued writing stuff because i started i started writing stuff when i was at work and that's the way i've always <laughs> yeah. carried on because it's uh i think you get well on youtube you have technically as much time as you want to make a video so why not make it as good as it can be that's true no it
0: is true and i mean and i've like I personally watch a lot of your videos and the content really is awesome. And you, and it, one of the things that I dislike on other content creators is that they'll pad out uh, a video to the 10 minute mark. And I get it. They've got to monetize or whatever. Um, but padding out content that doesn't need to be that long to make that time. Whereas, um, whereas with yours, they, they really are. Um, they really are great videos and worth every
1: minute of it, you know? So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I try not to, uh, you know, cause pe- people, pe- people pick up on that straight away if you're doing it. And sometimes yeah. a video lands at like 10 minutes and three seconds. And I'm like, here we go. <laughs> oh um, yeah. I'm going to get it. I'm going to take it in the yeah. chat now for this. <laughs> um, you know, well, yeah, if you, or oh,
0: God forbid you do a list. If you do a list, dude, a number yeah. thing, seven things about classic or whatever. People, people kick yeah. off. Don't yeah, they? I
1: mean, it's, uh, I mean, you get stuff called clickbait when, uh, I mean, back when YouTube started clickbait, it'd be someone like, I don't know, showing something on the thumbnail that's just... Like, if I did a video saying my ranking journey, it showed a picture of me rank 14. You get to the video, I'm like, hey, guys, I got ranked nine today. You know what I mean? That's- yeah,
0: exactly. Well, or even so, clickbait, I think, even used to be more extreme than that, right? I used to watch a lot of fail videos and funny shit on YouTube, right? So it'd be people falling off fucking bikes yeah. or whatever, jump, falling off a trampoline and shit. And they would have, as the thumbnail, they would have, like, I don't know, a picture of a bikini model in a D string. <laughs> and that would yeah. be the thumbnail. But then in the video, you, that would never show up yeah. in the video. And you're like, oh, clickbait yeah. thumbnail. But now it's like, if you even, if you put anything, if it's yeah. anything, people are like, yeah, oh,
1: yeah, a fucking fuck clickbait listen, thumbnail. There's an arrow it's in like- the thumbnail, fucking clickbait, man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so if you do an yeah. arrow or like white bold text or like a, a react face or whatever, it's like, yep, yeah, clickbait content, you know. So it's a difficult space to
1: navigate at the moment, YouTube, isn't it? And try, yeah, and yeah. People... I mean, there's there's only so much you, you know? can do really. But, um, one other thing I want to mention about uh, sort of the low, I don't know, lower effort content type stuff you, you heard of that MMO Ashes of Creation. Yeah i'm sure you have yeah i have here. heard and about the this. um cause i've been following that since i heard about it which was from a might have been i'm sure a lot of people heard about it from either asmon or the lazy peon did a great video on it um yep. i go on the subreddit occasionally and look at stuff and there's a uh i mean the game's pre-alpha and there is uh there's a lot of guys making complete overviews in pre-alpha yeah yeah,
0: so this is, this. yeah, that's someone insane. milking milking that situation, isn't it? I mean, it's it's so far from a fully-fledged game. I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, I understand why they're doing it, obviously. Um, so if you did want to make and videos and do it long-term, then I'm not, not, not going to pretend I had some, like, <laughs> revolutionary thing. Um, <laughs> game was coming out, I was hyped up, I made videos, I was fortunate enough to do well and be able to continue doing it um hell yeah there's reasons why people do it then but dude it kills me the text speech thing it just
0: kills me they're reading off the yeah i don't know i don't want to go i don't want to like make it sound like i'm singling anyone out but there are people where and they're reading stuff and then they're, they're reading actual mistakes like there's some articles that have mistakes like things are not always perfect and then they'll read that word for word and it's just it's it just shows clearly what's going on but yeah yeah um on the subject of content creators, have you ever had Asmongold react to any of your stuff? Uh, yes, I have. Um,
1: oh, did you? Because I haven't actually seen yeah, that. A few of them, actually. Um, Excellent, dude. About four or five videos, which is pretty
0: hype, to be honest. Now that that's cool because I've got it's, and I know this divides the community as well because the react videos. So on one, one hand, people will say it's fucking lazy content and it can, you know, in some ways it's, it's, it's another uh, streamer or content creator taking advantage and getting, you know, the, the likes and the views and the stream and the money and the stream content out of someone else's hard work. On the other hand, people will say, Hey, I'm getting shitloads of exposure out of this because there's a 30k streamer fucking watching my videos. So it's it's a trick. It's a tricky spot, isn't it? I see both sides of the argument for sure, but ultimately, if more people get to see the content you created, then that's that's it's still a net positive, isn't it? Yeah, I
1: mean it's um. Yep. It's a, it's a bit. You could either, you could very easily be on either side of the fence. There's uh, another YouTuber called uh, Dark Viper. You, you might know, who's done uh, some pretty critical stuff on what husband Gold's doing, and you know, it's yep. hard to, do, hard to disagree with some of the points he raises because at the end of the day, the you know, uh, from a YouTuber side, I put out quite a lot of stuff, so I have a much shorter turnaround time for videos. But well, yeah, hell yeah. You know, for other people, you see the likes of uh, Captain Grimm, uh, yeah pint, platinum wow these guys let, and let me tell you the amount of effort they put in is enormous for each video absolutely enormous and it does depend on the angle the videos take as well because for me personally a lot of the stuff i do is i you know i'm asking a question i'm trying to you know inform people of stuffing stuff bringing up talking points yep. so yeah so i actually you know Love when hearing people react to stuff and seeing what they have to say about it because, yeah, um, and, so in that that's, way, that's I really like what seeing asking, my stuff gets it? reacted it to is because that's question, also the site so I never you, see you, as you a, a, a YouTube yeah. live, so on. I get that, yeah, hmm. yeah, and he, um, well, and one often has uh interesting stuff to stay about to say about it as well, and out of the because I know a yeah. Few people watch my videos on stream which is totally fine um, and hopefully those people the if people as do as enjoy well, what they see hopefully they go over a, and give your uh, channel a sub a I mean um, um,
0: you know like yeah Asmin Girls it's technically making money out of co- off content um, like that but at the same time if if you get some more eyes over on your stuff then, then it's good isn't it yeah
1: I mean, maybe I feel different. Say if I was uh, one of the guys making stuff for, you know, entertainment yep. or for not necessarily saying what I mean, but like stuff that's more geared towards always being funny or yep. something like that. Um, I know what you're saying, where, So I know what you're saying. You so it's that
0: fair use of the content then, doesn't it? So like if he's if he takes that content and then is able to kind of make it into a new thing by him discussing it and adding his points, then it's kind of adapting and evolving that but if you just sit if he's someone else just sits and fucking watches and you know laughs a few times then it's a little different yeah Yeah, so i get that just laughs at a bit (laughs) i definitely get that yeah but to to be fair to him i think that yeah that's what i'm talking about i I think the only one i know um, of is is taliesin who's asked him not to react to his content anymore and i think he does stand by that so i think if people do seriously have an issue with it I think if you reach out to him, he will um, he will stop reacting to their content.
1: So, yeah, yeah, I um, heard that some time ago. But uh, yeah, if you reach out to him or either of those, yep. there's two of the guys who run his YouTube channel, um, Dan, Yeah, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. Yep, Daily Dose of Gold. I think I'm not sure because it was. I mean, back. Back in the day, before he actually put everything on his own channel, there was, oh my God, you watched anything well and you got bombarded yeah, by a dozen channels re uploading everything he said. Yeah, it really did. It was, it was actually unbearable. <laughs> like, it, it really put me off watching his stuff. It, it really did.
0: YouTube really went crazy with it for a while because I'm going to be honest, I came, like, when I first started watching well content, like, properly, it was all classic content and I didn't really care about watching retail stuff. And, um, I was watching the hype. I mean, I was hyped for classic, like 18 months or two years or however long the hype train was going for. I think it was nearly two years. Um, And I just kept seeing these thumbnails of Aspen Gold. And I was just like, I didn't even know who he was because I was a late comer to Twitch. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy that I keep seeing his face on YouTube? And I just had no interest in it. And a lot of his things, a lot of the content, I just didn't care. But it just kept pushing it and pushing it on me, you know, the recommended stuff the damn YouTube algorithm got me.
1: Yeah. Recommended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's YouTube, it. They, well, YouTube and they tell what you what want.
0: you want and then they shove it down your throat until you like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do want <laughs> this. No, seriously. Yeah, like, I don't no, really, you do, do want this. We're going to keep recommending it every day.
1: My God. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then eventually, uh, got two of the guys running the best channels and now they run the official one. So, uh,
0: and that's what's happened, that's right? Smart move. So
1: those guys who were just re-uploading
0: his content, mm. then he—they've just been sort of put into that position, then hired or whatever, and
1: they run an official channel. That's cool. I'm, I mean, I don't know certain, but I'm that, that's pretty what's confident happened. that's the case. I mean, see the views yeah. the channel gets, they better be on well, Earth if by some miracle.
0: <laughs> those lads are listening. Feel free to reach out and correct us if we are wrong. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. How. Um, Very presumptuous, but we're we're going to take that as fact until we are corrected. Absolutely, Um, absolutely, that's where we are. So, hey, retail, where what do what are your thoughts now? If this is a rant, feel free to go for it. Um, But where are you at with your thoughts on retail? Wow.
1: So retail for me, it's pretty much just become raiding simulator. That's, okay. that's all I really look to get out of it these days. Um, PvP side is, I don't know, I know there's a lot of guys who are pretty into PvP and fanatical about it, but honestly feels like it's fallen by the wayside for the longest yeah. time now. And there just hasn't really been anything interesting, I guess, come about for it, as well as the whole PvP scaling mess, if oh, you've ever seen the videos by Rex I Troy, have.
0: Damn. Which
1: has now been binned, thankfully. Yep. Um, But still, it's it's not really something that I've engaged with since I got properly into raiding in Cataclysm. Um, Also, the actual way that Blizzard are implementing player power each expansion is just, ever since Legion that is, is they are basically, from the point of view, they're no longer doing significant class updates on a base level. They've done more than they've done the past two expansions in Shadowlands in that they've given us an actual class-specific part of our spellbook, and then we have a spec-specific one as well, which is an improvement. Yep. But the way classes play hasn't changed in the longest time. And there's some specs which have just been dead for literally expansions. And yep. they've, they're not changing the way the class plays, and instead they're changing your power by adding on all these various systems, so like the, uh, yes. the Covenants, the New Legendaries, the Conduits... Everything else that's coming in Shadowlands and at each start of the each new expansion, at least for the past three, they're reinventing the wheel and it starts yep. off a mess. They then fix it at some point, usually in a major patch where stuff becomes available on a vendor. By the end, it's usually yep good slash OK. Um, I didn't play the end of BFA. I didn't really play it after Classic was a thing. And then, and then they
0: bin that entire fucking system. Come the end of that, when they get it somewhat
1: serviceable, then they just fucking bin it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I thought by the end of I thought Legion was actually great as an expansion. Uh, like it was a bit of a mess early on, but by the end, once you had all your legendaries, um, it was. I think people did good. say that, but and yeah, I had your. I think that was a really popular opinion
0: that by the end of Legion, that was it was it was a really good state of the
1: game. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. I remember playing my fire mage back then and Holy crap. They were, they were just so much just fun. Epic. Yeah. The play where you had, yeah. Yeah. The, all the legendaries, everything stacked up and that's when you could swap legendaries back in mythic plus back then. to min max and all that. That was yeah. fun. You can't do that anymore.
0: But I do, I do have an issue even with Shadowlands when it actually does drop that, I like a lot of the things that Blizzard has done they said they were going to be doing class on pruning and stuff and some of that that stuff's really cool but it's like we're still into the, the imagine trying to balance the covenants the mm. conduits yeah essences or whatever else they've got I think there's three three sort of subsystems on top of um, on top of what yeah. you, I mean the,
1: the, we've already we've got, got conduits uh, so the covenants. I mean, you've got legendaries, they're standalone. Then you pick your covenant, which gives you a covenant yep. ability. So that's the second one. And within your covenant, you have a choice of one of three soul binds. Are they soul yep. Yeah, soul binds. Yeah, yeah, that's so And then yeah. they have their own little sort of talent tree thing. And then within that, you have conduits. So you've got four ah. different layers. Well, th- legendaries are standalone. But- yeah, like I'm
0: getting it's, it's. Yeah, it's already confusing, isn't it? I mean, it's and my thing is that I don't I personally don't think that that stuff is needed. I just personally don't think it's needed. I think that they do Blizzard do really good raids. I think they do really good cutscenes. And I think that if they did, you know, the the raiding and the dungeons and the yeah. mythic dungeons have been awesome. So like just do that. That's the content people want. Make the classes just fucking normal and let people play with their gear and just min max their gear in just an old fashioned way. I mean, I think that's just, and, and maybe, like I said, buff the leveling experience, like buff the, the, yeah. the world in relation to the character or nerf the character in relation to the world. And I, and, and it, I, and that would sort that out, the PVE side out, yeah. I th- personally, for me, that would be a big thing for me. And then the PVP side of things, why don't they take a leaf out of the star Wars book and, I don't know. Did you play Swotor at all? Oh, no, I didn't. No. No, I'm a bit of a noob on it. I think you would have liked, from a PvP point of view, you would have liked some of the things. So some of the key things that I liked about Star Wars was they had so many, like, four or five, I think, unique PvP maps, like objective things. So, like, they had, they were based around, you know, they had, like, a capture-the-flag thing where there was three that you had to sort of command and then there was time going down and there was various tactics of which ones were the two best to get. Um, they had another one where it was like you had to plant explosions mm. on these doors and you'd kind of be retreating. The defenders would be retreating back as the attackers were yeah, yeah. trying to plant these bombs and shit. That was another one. They had a hot, uh, called it Hotball, which is kind of like this, um, yeah, like basically fucking a gauntlet American football style deal, which was awesome. And then they also had a thing which I think was a yeah. fucking missed opportunity for Blizzard, which was at one point in the lore, it made sense that they had a cross faction. Um, like a, a yeah. yeah. So cross faction cooperation at one point in the Star Wars lore where they were like, we need yeah. to combine together and fight a common enemy. So at that point in the game, mm-hmm. there was cross faction PvP, and I was like, where it made sense. These are things like yeah. you could implement that for virtually free. And during BFA or whatever it yeah. was, where it's like, oh hey, we all need to work together. Great, I mean, that's that's have it. some fucking cross faction PvP. Have they haven't
1: done anything cross faction PvP ever? Have they?
0: they I'd never done cross faction PvP. No,
1: no, I've like that's that's how that's how little like PvP in the past few yeah. expansions. But um, yeah, actually, if you think about it, the amount of times in the lore that we're working together, it's been yep. every single expansion. I mean, the start of battle for Azeroth, it's shown as like you know, you have that opening cut scene where you know Anduin yep. Sylvanas find out about Azerite, and it's like, oh, you know, we're, we're gonna we're all after this resource. We're gonna be a you know at each other's throats here and then yeah. I don't know what happened to that but I, you have, why were warfronts PvE as well exactly
0: Like I, I just, it doesn't make yeah. any sense and I mean Thrall's been nailing Jaina for Christ knows how long <laughs> I mean if yeah. those two can get along then yeah. we can have some cross faction PvP call it a fucking training exercise or whatever they want to do spin it however they want in the lore but do it dude it would, that would make a huge difference I think and just some PvP maps that are, like, we're still playing 16-year-old yeah. PvP maps. We're playing Warsong Gulch. Yeah. We're playing the same fucking Arathi yep. Basin. Like, play some different ones. Make some maps that are, that add a little bit of shit. And then even the panda one like the panda one's just a fucking mess what's that one called oh. the, not the panda one The yeah the one with the mind oh yeah it was the mine yeah. carts and then it's changed to this thing with the market in the middle yeah. it's just a fucking mess dude it was it was out of control before and now it's just even worse so i don't know i'd love
1: to see a big give pvp some love in one of these patches that would be a big thing for me yeah i mean i know they do the um What's it? The stuff on rotation where there's like zero gravity and all that, but uh, I, I, I don't. But that's that. don't just. Like...
0: Cr- yeah, I think that's just fluff for me. That's just fluff. I just think that's just. A, a bit of crap. The, I think personally, the only reason people do it is because they incentivize them to do it. Where it's like, oh, if you do your X amount of brawls per week, you get, you know, Azerite or whatever. Yeah. I don't think people willingly do it for fun. I think they do it because it's like, put that on my shopping list of shit that I need to do each yeah. week. You know what put I it mean? on the list. Yeah. It's much like islands. Yeah. Put it on the list. Yeah. I got to like do that. All got to do it all before. Or well, scenarios in um <laughs> yeah.
1: scenarios in Mr. Pandaria uh-huh. where they're, they're like everybody did them. Because there was that one battle on the high seas that took five minutes and would give you like loads of valor, (laughs) and then (laughs) at least they realised that nobody actually wanted to do them, and everyone only did one of them, so got rid of that.
0: I honestly think the solution, like some the solutions for Blizzard, are way easier than they think. I really do. I don't think they need these systems. I don't think they need all this craziness. I think they could get back to just. Go back to the basics and do the basics really well. And I think people will still love the game, dude. Yeah. Honestly. yeah.
1: I mean, that's, that's that's another thing as well. It's um, just putting the power on your class and your specialization, not on all these extra bits and pieces that you pick up. Um, at the moment, they're, yeah. they're implementing all these items, not changing how classes play. And some classes have just been... It's, it always feels like the best classes, uh, the same classes are at the top and the same are at the bottom, just again again again. Because of how they're actually designed. Yeah. And they don't balance classes during the expansion either anymore. Which is a real tilter yeah. for me. It's like what they did with um remember what they did with Sub Rogues in BFA? After Audier Mythic? So there was um there was one fight Azul yeah, uh, where people on Mythic specifically, where you had these ads that n- they had to have a debuff on them before they'd die. And so, basically, you keep them alive as long as possible, right. and stack a crap load, of, a crap load of sub rogues who um, use an ability, use fana knives. Yeah. When they use fana knives, they get some stacking buff called shuriken combo that made their eviscerate do more damage. And they did fucking insane amounts of damage. I was, yep. I played a sub alt, and I was doing more damage single target than I was doing on my main in the next nice. tier of raiding on this one fight. Okay, it was completely broken. The amount Holy of damage you could get away shit. with. And so Blizzard decided they didn't like that. Oh, and the only way they could think of nerfing it was just straight up removing Shuriken combo, the thing that gave subrogues their specific niche. And so they just chucked it out, they got rid of that, they put another Azerite trait in that was meant to fix it, and subrogues yeah. have remained dead last for the remainder of the expansion. Oh no. In in all PVE stuff. Oh, absolutely man. last. This is the They pole. had their niche, they had the one thing they were good at, and they just deleted it. And they they don't rebalance during the expansion, they don't change the class design, then the spec's just dead. That's it. That's See you next so expansion. Bad. I know. <laughs> I know, May And the people are like, oh,
0: well, I'll wait 18 months and maybe it'll be better next time. Yes. Yeah, so
1: oh, dude. That, that's what gets me about class design now. They just, you just need to, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say change for change's sake, but how else do you explain these temporary power systems? I think, um, and this is what I come back to, is I just think like
0: just a huge simplification of it is is how they would get back to a point where you could avoid the flavor of the month classes. Um, like we saw a lot of that in Star Wars where they were constantly rebalancing mm. and you were getting a class where people would literally level up a new class to play it through PvP because that was it, the flavor of the yep. month. Something was the best at that time. And I just think that the more simple you have it, the easier it is to adjust it. And I think that's why a lot of people say, with Burning Crusade, for example, that they say it was a really good state of the game as a whole. Yeah, because Blizzard, uh, not Blizzard, um, vanilla wasn't vanilla wasn't terrible. Like I think some of the things in terms of class balance. It just needed a few tweaks. And you see the tweaks that were made in Burning Crusade. So like, so Shadow Priest, for example, not Mm. viable in PvE. They ran out of mana. So it's like, okay, come Burning Crusade, let's give them an ability to regen their mana or half their mana cost of certain spells or whatever it was. But they made them more mana efficient without fucking drastically changing the class. You know, like Paladins, one of the big things was don't have a taunt. Give them a taunt. Done. But keep a lot of the other shit the same. Yeah. Add a few extra things. They're the same. You know, Paladin tanks, Absolutely. you guys are now viable. And it's like, it wasn't wasn't a huge, like, fucking mix everything up. It's like, let's just tweak the known complaints. And if someone ever says, hey, what's wrong with XYZ class in vanilla? Everybody knows what it was. And then the chances are most of that shit got fixed in in, in Burning Crusade, which I think,
1: like... Most specs were viable then, from what I understand. Yeah, definitely. There's, I mean, there was a lot of big changes to basically fix, just straight up fix certain classes and give them a niche, yep. give them a reason to be wanted. Um, especially classes yep. like balance uh, were given a but were given a debuff. So you want them now? <laughs> yeah, which was like always yeah. a joke. Like it was always known as a yeah, joke. Balance ah. enhancement. You want a survival hunter. You want an arms yep. warrior. Uh, you want elemental shamans. You want enhancement shamans. Uh, every single one of these specs is bringing something unique to a raid. Uh, and so you, it's creating yep. a demand to bring along everything. So that's, you know, it's only ever a good thing. And classic at the moment, you could quite happily bring zero rep paladins, And it's who cares, you know? Go on, um, like you say, census data, and over 35% of the vast majority of servers are warrior mage. Yeah, <laughs> no shit, dude no yep. shit yep. and it Any comes classes to, to pick
0: comes as no surprise to people who've played classic but that's sad isn't it that, that out of all the classes that's it
1: yeah yeah that's that and I'd, druid's usually the lowest
0: <laughs> i feel like back in the day maybe it's my recollection or maybe things were different back then but i feel like rogues were way more represented back in like i didn't play vanilla but i think back in Burning Crusade, at the end of Burning Crusade when I played, and I remember talking to people back then, and I just feel I remember like it was, I, I guess it was wrong now on, on the numbers, but I remember people used to say that rogues were like, you know, the top DPS or they were up there on DPS. Um mm. And I know that's not true on uh, actual numbers, but I just feel like there was way more rogue
1: DPS back then than there is now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like in classic, well, vanilla and TBC, Hunter Rogue was an absolute yeah there
0: was wasn't there
1: yeah and now it's it's just just... it's just such an appealing class fantasy yeah you don't you don't really care about the numbers you just you're like hey i'm invisible or i have a a cat that attacks stuff that's pretty cool and i just remember used to seeing
0: sword rogues going fucking bananas back then man doing big numbers big damage and i know they still can but um yeah they just seem to be a lot more people and now it's like imagine even as a rogue, where it's kind of like you've got to ask for your fucking place, you know? It's just yeah. And the same thing with a hunter. It's like, well, we can we can get one or hunter in, or we can get a couple of hunters in when we need them on a, you know, specific fight or whatever. I don't know. It's a little yeah. bit sad and classic for that stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Assuming there is TBC, because uh, majority of players are warrior, followed by mage. And Warrior and Mage ain't too hot in TBC. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <It's gonna> be... <laughs> you want to be Hunter it'll Warlock be... for damage.
0: That it'll be interesting, dude. It'll be really interesting, won't it?
1: So is everyone See? gonna be like, you yeah, know, I'm just gonna ditch this full tier three maxed out class, you know, I've been playing for near two years and level some hunter because I want to be on the top of meters, or will the attachment to that character matter, you know? It's Thunder and my... Fury and all that.
0: Mm. My prop pally can finally have her day in the limelight. Hell yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Finally. Oh, finally, man. That's the thing. That's the, what the funniest thing was with classic is that like the leveling experience, it was one to 60 on my prop pally was fucking awesome. Dude. Tanked every dungeon, loved it. It was brilliant. You know, the guild, we had the best time and then come end game and you just tossed aside, dude.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're, they're great in dungeons. Brilliant in dungeons. That's what the irony is, isn't it? dungeon, yeah, and you get to rain. It's like, well, unless everyone doesn't attack for a minute, um, yeah, (laughs) you're uh, not so useful.
0: (laughs) But I think people have really like got their people. I don't know, have got their minds closed a little bit to it because, like, I did a NYX year on my prop pally and I tanked the whelps and stuff like that. And there is use. There's definitely uses. Like, I mean, but at the but people just have this thing. It's like, no, can't have any paladins. But then. When you think about it, out of the thirty-nine or forty people you've got in the raid, you know someone's alt tab watching a YouTube video. They're not even fucking engaging. They're just they're doing the bare minimum. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's way more scope for casual raiding to have um, yeah. to have meme specs in there. I've always said oh, this.
1: Actually, I just yeah, I just remembered there is um, you can tank on prop pallies, but um, you have to spam greater blessing of kings.
0: Yeah, the G box, the G box spam. Yeah, yeah. which uh, and that's. I it's think funny. that's a new meta that evolved in um classic that I don't think people were really doing back in vanilla, wasn't it cuz
1: I remember it was uh, I think it was guild onslaught Was it on? no they're horde aren't they in the horde. I think the so. horde it was it was some guild they were they were testing a speed run on a blackwing lair on the ptr and um yeah the the main tank for Nefarian was a paladin <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> crazy I mean, bless- like great blessing again you to see it yeah, because you're getting that, cra- and it was generating huge threat. Yeah. And that that's was after crazy. Blizzard actually gave us the threat API, which is crazy, by the way. They did that. That they did that. Yeah, because yeah. that's like the holy grail. Or it would have been to back actually- in vanilla. Like everything oh, revolves man. around threat. You know.
0: Imagine knowing that back then, and then also imagine even for the same thing for the private server guys doing it too. To have that information, holy shit! Yeah.
1: I mean, Blizzard pretty much said, "Yeah, you pretty much got everything right. Here's the rest of it." Yeah, I
0: think that kind of was it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. So people now know exactly how much threat everything gives, which means you can put a real number on what everything does. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So so that that gets you new things like the King spam tanking. Yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: Just the new meta that's evolved, dude. Honestly. There you go. Fuck yeah. All right, dude. Well, why don't we hit? because we run run an hour and 15 here. Why don't I hit this button, which used to signify the sound of the standardized questions that we do. Um, We don't have that at the moment, but you still remember what your question is. You'll do that after. Yeah, Um, I've got that. So the first two questions... Oh, so this year I need to explain to people. I've explained it to Will, but I haven't explained it to you guys. So instead of doing our standard list of questions this year, what we're going to do is we're going to start off with one from me one from the occasional co-host or Darius, And then each week we're going to have one from the guest, which is kind of going to be a pay it forward thing. So Will's going to ask his question, which will then be asked to the next guest. The next guest will add theirs to it and it's going to snowball out. So the people at the start are not going to get that many, but come the end people, it's going to snowball up like crazy. Okay. So my first question, um, is my favorite one from the list of last year, which is... which It used to be classic zones only, but I'm going to extend it to the whole of the WoW universe. Which zone mm-hmm. would you retire in if the war was over? Which
1: zone would you retire in and Ooh. live out your days? One that I just think I default to. I just thought oh. of my favorite zone as well, which yeah, okay, could probably okay. be oh i don't know i go with westfall now
0: <laughs> westfall yeah so classic westfall
1: yeah the, now there's the whole yeah. defias brotherhood thing which from a living point of view you know it's not ideal and it's also full yep. of refugees and actually it's probably not a very nice place but i like the zone maybe I on the, stuff- but- the farm area of Westfall's pretty peaceful i think aside from
0: like the Yeah, some animals and stuff, but I think it's pretty peaceful up at the top, like where the Blanche and all that stuff is. Yeah,
1: exactly. You're on the border with Elwyn Forest. Yes. You're near near town. You want to
0: be near town, don't you? You do. You want to be able to get back to Stormwind. I think there's some good, um, there's, yeah, fishing spots. There's farmland, good food. The climate seems nice.
1: Yeah, it's a bit, it might be be a bit arid, but, um, yeah, I think if you picked any zone, really, there's stuff that's not ideal, like, you know, just Orc invasions, or whatever it is. So it's probably the Fire's Brotherhood, it's probably about as good as anything else you're going to get in any other zone. So, yeah, so I think Westfall bordering Elwood Forest.
0: Definitely. Great answer. Great answer. And the question from the lovely Orderis is um, it's a two part question. Your favorite hero and favorite villain in the Blizzard universe?
1: Favorite hero, favorite villain? Hmm
0: so it can be just out of classic it can just be it can be throughout any of
1: it so um yeah who have you got who do you like i think the favorite villain i would probably go with I, I could think of that one i'll probably go with garrosh, garrosh i thought his yep, story garrosh, in well through the whole of rafa the lich king all the way up to mr pandaria was pretty good yep okay I like, he was always sort of the uh I don't know, a bit more on edge. Yep. Especially I remember during that old cutscene, he like know, tries to attack Varian and everything like that. And then he sort of goes a bit crazy. <laughs> you <laughs> know the whole old old god thing that he gets involved with. Um but at the end of the day he's doing what he thinks is right for the horde, even though it's a bit yeah. um a bit extreme, you could say. <laughs> you definitely could say that, yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's a, it's a Right, he got killed off eventually, didn't he? Yeah. Got given the old lightning bolt by Thrall in uh, Warlords of Draenor. Yeah. <laughs> back yeah. at the start. Green Jesus
0: got him. Green yeah. Jesus got
1: him. <laughs> got him good. Uh, but now he's back in Shadowlands, <laughs>
0: yeah. isn't he? Absolutely. Along with many others. Along with yeah. many
1: others. Many, many others. Uh So I'm looking forward to that. And I thought the cutscene movement was pretty cool. So see how that unfolds. And as the hero, I was just thinking about it then because I wasn't as sure. But yeah, I'll probably go Varian. Yeah, Varian, yep. Yeah. He's uh I mean he's alongside the Garrosh story to a lesser extent. But yep. um sort of his whole backstory, how he's like a gladiator, uh, grew up tough, and then went on Yay. to mm. and then yeah, just went on to become the king and his whole story moving forwards. I mean, he's absent for quite a while. And that's sort of part of the mystery as well. You're hearing about, you know, where's the king? You just got Yeah, um, that's Anduin. true too. Because so I always wondered about that when I played the original game. Because I read the actually read the quest, and you have yeah, the whole quest series around. Well. Where's the king?
0: Yep, yep, definitely.
1: So I definitely thought that was cool as well. Um, yeah, Fortunately either. he also Maybe he'll return. Who knows?
0: Oh shit, dude! I never even considered that. Of yeah, all me the neither till I now. Yeah. Until now, I kn- of all the people I considered, we would see everybody jump straight to you know Arthur and Uther and stuff like that, yeah. you know. But that's going to be really cool, um, for sure. Yeah, because I know um, And maybe maybe some meme stuff. I mean, Mancrick's wife in Shadowlands could be sick. You know, bring old Bla- bring old Blanchey back. <laughs> oh Blanchey, dude. Yeah, they did a bad
1: all-, <laughs> all that stuff. Definitely. Oh that's, man, okay. yeah, Varian and Garrosh. I think I think they're a solid duo. Okay, that's good, dude. That's took good. A bit of thinking. Definitely.
0: Okay, now what's your question that we're going to pay it forward to the next guest?
1: Okay, so mine's a bit more of a serious one. It's uh, do you ever see World of Warcraft as a game moving forwards to WoW two or something of the like, like or something of the like along that line, or is it just gonna continue on expansion after expansion forever? Oh, that's a great question. I'm so interested to see some juicy answers to that. That's
0: going to be getting paid forward through the rest of the season. And that's definitely going to have some uh, some great responses. I wonder if you should respond to it, Will. Um,
1: sure, I can do. I... I think you should. Yeah, why not? So I have had to think about it, because obviously it's the question I'm asking. I I don't really see them doing it, if I'm honest. Okay. With the um, current direction, shall we say, yep. uh, that doesn't look like the WoW team is expanding. <laughs> no, I it seems it. to
0: be quite the opposite, doesn't it? The idea mm. of the idea of tooling up and making a WoW 2.0. Um, yeah, that would, would need a would, enormous investment, I'm sure. I wonder if if Blizzard got bitten a little bit in the past. Because do you remember they had? Um they had a couple of projects that that tanked, didn't they? They had one where they were saying oh what did it I think it ended up becoming sort of they trimmed it and tuned it into Overwatch, but they mm, did Titan. say Titan, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was going to be the next big that was going to be the next big thing. So I, I don't know, maybe they got bitten a little bit on that and and some other stuff.
1: Yeah, but it just um yeah, it makes you wonder whether expansion after expansion is the way they'll go because, I don't know, why well, it? it's sort of got its own art direction and so on, but whether they'll just remake the whole thing, uh, I'm not sure. I think there'll be a lot of people who are very attached to the characters and their achievements Yeah, and that's so a on.
0: good point too. That's a really good point. But um, the other thing I was thinking about the other day was like, where after... Because, like, fair enough, we haven't even got Shadowlands. And I'm not saying I want to skip Shadowlands, but I'm just yeah. saying to even think beyond that, like, where would they even go after Shadowlands? Because everything up until now has kind of made sense, like... And it's using assets and things that were sort of in place. Except yeah. maybe Shadowlands is going a bit beyond it. I mean, it's kind of hard to top Shadowlands, to be honest. Like, that's you're into the another realm.
1: Yeah, gonna I mean... It's going to be hard. It's, it's crazy if you think about it. I mean, back in Legion, where you literally went... To the home, to the Legion's homeworld. You know, we went to Argus. Yeah, and we're like killing them. Think... Two yeah. expansions before that were helping some pandas with the farm. Like, like what's going on? I know.
0: Almost like, a, like I guess a bunch of them have been pretty crazy. I mean, maybe whenever Classic went into Burning Crusade, that's pretty crazy to go to another world. Yeah, and then. I guess the Lich King was a big thing, you know that was huge. But yeah, Cataclysm, right. you know, changed the entire fucking landscape forever. So that was a huge, huge thing in terms of changes to the game, and then also fundamental changes to classes and gameplay and stuff. Cataclysm was huge, and then, like you said, even in Legion, from a point from that point of view, like yeah, yeah. If you're going to the Legion's homeworld, you're going off-world. It's crazy. Yeah, now I mean, we're
1: going into the, another realm. Yeah, I mean, t- technically the. I guess the actual law they have pre-established sort of went up to cataclysm-ish. And everything yep. after that's been, yeah, just seeing what they can come up with, really. But yeah, you're going to be you've hard really...
0: to top it, man.
1: I mean, in BFA, <laughs> like, whew, did we burn through content? Like we had Kul <laughs> we had Najatar, we had Ny'aloka. Which Loper. could have been an...
0: In... They could have been independent ones, man. They all could have yeah. been independent, couldn't they?
1: Yeah, that's something that... that... Been... Another thing I don't like yeah. about BFA, by the way, like holy shit! Did they burn through story? Like
0: right. so they burn through a fuckload of content in that one thing there, and then some of it, you know, like the lost island of Mechagon and shit. And then it's like it turns out it's like four miles off the Culterian fucking yeah. coast, and it's like <laughs> you know yeah. we've got a seafaring people, and we've got we've got fucking gnomes in little biplanes and shit, but nobody could see it. Yeah, it's just that kind of thing. You have to just look past all that, yeah. don't you? you know?
1: I suppose as well, we have um, we have classic now as well. That's a uh... Another another timeline to put put, you know for players to try as well. So I think it's just going to carry on and on, and I don't know how or if or when or whatever it'll end up as. But uh, it's crazy,
0: man. It's a crazy time for it. It really is. It's really fucking crazy.
1: Yeah. So it's. um, I think it's probably still going to be going on for a good while in the same format. I I literally don't know what can stop it unless it's not making the money. But well. I would do, you know, I would love to see, like,
0: I and I'd said this before, is I think if they kind of flipped things and got away from the, you know, the constant, the same characters of, you know, Sylvanas is just forever being the bad guy, Jane is the goodie and stuff. Like if Jaina kind of, if it got into a bit of a more of a morally gray kind of situation where, you know, Jaina was really pissed off and she did something and then she kind of became like she went too far, you know, and it's kind of like, holy shit, you shouldn't have done that. Now that, you know, Alliance is kind of against Jaina or like where the Alliance becomes sort of objectively the bad guys. I don't know. there's I think they could do something there instead of just the constant, you know. Yeah, uh, it's the
1: whole, um, well, we've had... So I'm going to have a second expansion of Sylvanas, but yeah, the allied side of the story hasn't been very good for a. Well, they haven't been on the winning side. I mean, the whole burning of Teldrassil, Then I'm uh, then there's that. What is it? The yeah. Darkshore Warfront, where you fight yeah. Nathanos, and you kill some random Valkyr, and they just flies off, and you're like, oh, okay,
0: yeah. okay then. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's get, it, we got him back. Yeah, so I don't know. I'd like to see some. Yeah, and it just seems to be like it's for a long time it seemed to have favoured the Horde in terms of like it's always been about who the war chief of the Horde is and then like whoever the Alliance King, it doesn't really seem to fucking matter. Yeah. So I don't know. I think they could make some positive changes through that stuff. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay, cool. So before we wrap this up, why don't we talk just briefly about your content for people that haven't listened, who are not cool. a subscriber, uh, what you do, where you do it, how they can get hold of you, and um, yeah, plug that.
1: Yeah, so uh, I have a YouTube channel as my main platform. It's just called Will E, uh, just Will with a capital E at the end. I cover a lot of stuff around classic, some he- a healthy amount of TBC speculation because I think it's worth it, yep. and <laughs> I'm very expecting of it to happen. Uh, it's more so um, I do a lot more sort of discussion type of videos around potential issues, uh, it's not all the I don't know. It's a bit varied what I do. You'd have to uh, you'd have to have a look. Yep. Um, but yeah, you can find me over there. So yeah, I tweet out occasionally too, which is willy underscore Wow. Uh, it tends to be more stuff around videos as well. And those are the those are the main two areas I'm on. Uh, so yeah, excellent. feel free to give me a look.
0: Yeah, excellent. Check it out, people. It's it, oh, hands down some of the best I think Wow um, classic. Uh, content on youtube no bullshit it's just legit content um definitely worth a look so uh it's not recycled shit it's not clickbait it's none of that crap so uh so definitely get into it and um and you'll enjoy that watch it on your lunch break like i do there you go yeah <laughs> yeah yeah excellent um okay cool so for me um you can find me
1: on twitter do you stream at all will uh no well I- that I haven't in the longest time. I just have to spent yeah. too much time on the video side of things. Doing like, the videos. Yeah. I
0: know. Fuck that must take some time. Yeah. yeah. I just, no, got, I just cool. got to fit it in. If people uh, want to watch me stream and you want to watch um, average to below average gameplay, then you can see me on twitch.tv slash Juno Eclipse with a Z. Um, in the discord. All that shit will be in the show notes. I'll put some links for, uh, for Will stuff in the show notes as well. Um, people of Azeroth one on, uh, on Twitter, um, you guys know the deal, you know where to find me. Um, as for shout outs and Patreon and shit, since 2020 has been such a motherfucker of a year, I am doing season two, no monetization at all. Patreon's gone. It doesn't exist. No donations, no subscriptions, no anything, no reduction in content. Um, so all that same shit, bonus content, shout outs, any of that stuff's still going to be there. If you want me to read something out, if you want a shout out, if you want a suggestion, you want to put a question in, that's all open to anybody. Um, the only thing that I ask is that you listen, enjoy. If you want to share it, great. Check out the, uh, the guest content. Um, but that's all you got to do. There's absolutely no obligation at all. No payment. Um, save your money because it's been a bitch of a year for most people. So uh, so thank you all who did support us last year uh, or last season. But um, but yeah, no, no monetization this year. Um, with that said, thank you everybody for listening to this episode. We've run a little bit long, uh, but it's just when a good conversation gets going, that's what happens. And Very I would good. like to say um, thank you so much to Will for joining. Um, no it's problem. been a great chat. Glad to be here. Thanks
1: so much for having me on.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, well, thanks again. I'm going to hit stop recording and, um, and I'll see you all in two weeks. Thanks. Bye.